Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everyone. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today. We've been looking of late in First Peter, and we've looked at the first, uh, what, 12 verses of the first chapter, and we have found out tremendous truths related to uh, uh, our salvation and what we have experienced as true believers. And so if you haven't heard the previous episodes, go back and check them out because everything is based upon that. As a matter of fact, we start in verse 13 today, and the first word is, therefore. So the idea is this, in light of what he had just said, in light of what he had just shared, particularly uh, related to our salvation, he's going to reach a conclusion, he's going to say something to us, and it's going to be in the context of that. <clears throat> so we must understand what he's saying about salvation. So here's what he said, uh, Peter says, by the Holy Spirit. In uh, the first chapter, verse 13, Therefore, prepare your minds for action. Keep sober in spirit. Fix your hope completely on the grace to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. <clears throat> this is really, really important because remember, he's writing to a group of people that were aliens in the land where they were. Okay? They'd been scattered throughout a region where they were not from for whatever reason. And he had spoken tremendous truths to them about who they were and what God had done in their lives. But he was saying, in light of that, in light of who you are, okay, do these things. Now, let me just remind us of who we are. Uh, according to what he said earlier, we are chosen according to foreknowledge of God. We've been, we're being sanctified by the work of the Spirit. We have obeyed Jesus Christ, and that came about because of that being chosen of God to obey Christ and be sprinkled with his blood. We are, uh, uh, have experienced his great mercy. We have a living hope. We have been born again. We have a, an inheritance which is imperishable, undefiled, will not fade away. We're protected by the power of God through faith for salvation that is yet to come. It's going to be revealed in the last time. And because of all that, he says rejoice. Even though, you know, for whatever reason, for a short period of time, a little while, you may encounter various trials. Those are just proof of your faith. And he says this is actually the salvation that was prophesied by the prophets and that literally the angels long to look into it. So because of this, prepare your mind for action. Notice there's some responsibility on our parts. Okay, the Lord empowers us. His Holy Spirit dwells within us. But we can let our mind stray away. We can choose to let our mind go the way of the flesh. So he says, prepare your mind, but not just prepare them for inaction, prepare them for action. Okay, so much of the body of Christ is not prepared for action today. And it's just like they've got their get out of jail free card and get out of the lake of fire free card. And we're just sort of existing until the Lord comes. No, we are called to action and action starts at the mind. So prepare your mind for action. Then he says, keep sober. And, you know, in the deep south where I am, people immediately think that means don't get drunk. Well, yeah, the Lord says not to have excess of anything. Don't have excess of drink. Don't have excess of food. Don't have excess of stuff. Okay, the Scripture tells us all this. But what he's referring to here is keep sober in your spirit. Be serious in your spirit. And that doesn't mean that you cannot laugh. I believe that Jesus laughed. I know that he had joy, okay? But he's saying these are troubling and trying times. Be prepared. 
Keep sober in your spirit. Be serious. Fix your hope completely on the grace to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Folks, our hope is not in what is occurring in front of us. Our hope is not in what man can do. Our hope is not in the institutions of man, whether they be political uh, or uh, religious or whatever it may be. That is not where our hope is. Our hope is completely and totally upon the Lord Jesus Christ and his revelation and the grace that's being brought to us at that revelation. What is this grace? What's the salvation he was speaking of? That is our hope. And he said, fix your hope completely on this. Not having hope on his return and upon the grace and revelation that's going to come and salvation is going to come and then retaining to ourselves anxiety and worry and concerns about things here on earth. You do not do that. The Lord tells us point blank to be anxious for nothing. Then he moves on in verse 14. He says this, as obedient children, do not be conformed to the former lust, which were yours in ignorance, but like the one who called you, be holy yourself also in all your behavior. Verse 16, because it is written, you shall be holy for I am holy. The Lord says that several times in the scripture. Okay, Several times he quotes, I think it's three times uh, in the New Testament that he says to, uh, to be holy. And he's quoting out of Leviticus, a couple of passages out of Leviticus, as a matter of fact. And a lot of times people say, well, we're sinners saved by grace. We are sinners saved by grace, but a lot of times that's as far as people want to go, and they want to wallow in the sins of the past and think that they're testifying of the goodness of God by wallowing in those sins and not moving on and doing what God says to do. God would not instruct us to be holy if it were not possible. He says it point blank. You shall be holy for I am holy. The idea is the Holy One Himself dwells within us. And He says, but be like the Holy One who has called you. Be holy yourself also in all your behavior. We have a choice. We can either be holy and living and functioning in the Holy Spirit, or we're going to live and function in the unholy spirit. And that will be of the flesh at the best and the soulish room at best. And then at worst, it will be an unholy spirit the very enemy and his minions himself dwelling within us and controlling things. So he's telling this, be prepared, have your minds prepared for action. Keep sober in spirit, fix your hope completely on that grace that's come. And then as obedient children, don't be conformed to the former lust. See, we can be, we can go back and conform ourselves to the way we were before. We can pick up at that dead flesh and act and function in that. He says, don't do that, but be like the Holy One. Folks, there's power in that. We can be like the Holy One. He tells us right here, be holy yourself in all your behavior because it is written, you shall be holy for I am holy. I think this is something that we as uh, believers, true believers, really need to receive. And it's not arrogance. It's not hubris. It is an awareness of who it is that dwells within us. It is the most high God. And I can either choose to be holy and walk and abide in him. If I abide in him, I will not sin. Now, people go crazy with that. They say, well, nobody can live a life without sinning. We can if we abide in him. What we do is we choose not to abide in him. And choosing not to abide in him is not because we have to. <coughs> no, 
The sin that a true believer commits is not because he has to, and it's not because of the flesh thing. It's simply because we want to. It's simply because he wants to. And so we can choose not to, and we can choose to abide in him, and we need to make that choice every day to be holy, even as he is holy. Well, again, I'm Dale. I thank you so much for being with me. Uh, as I say it so many times, continue to pass the words about this time. Uh, people are just beginning to find out. I had a couple uh, today that signed up on the Podbean app on their phone. I do this through Podbean, and they signed up on the app. And so now it'll get downloaded automatically to the phone. You can do that to the tablet or computer or whatever. And so just join with us as we continue to see what the Lord has to say. Again, thank you. Blessings in Jesus' name. See you soon.